morning. It's November 23rd, and this is your daily brief in world news. Here's everything you need to know. Israel and Hamas have reached a diplomatic breakthrough, resulting in a temporary four-day ceasefire agreement. The deal involves the release of Israeli hostages, including three Americans and Palestinian women and children held by Israel. The ceasefire allows for expanded humanitarian deliveries and Red Cross visits to remaining hostages. The Israeli Supreme Court is reviewing the agreement and Israel plans to resume its campaign against Hamas once hostage releases are complete. Concerns are raised about the military implications of the ceasefire and the fate of remaining hostages. Talks for prisoner exchanges and a longer ceasefire are ongoing, facilitated by the U.S. and Qatar. President Biden played a role in securing the deal. The lack of trust between Israel and Hamas remains a challenge, and the death toll in Gaza and Israel continues to rise. In the recent Dutch legislative elections, the far-right Party for Freedom, PVV, emerged as the largest party, winning 35 seats. This victory signifies a significant shift towards the right in Dutch politics, reflecting the increasing popularity of populist and hard-right parties in Europe. The PVV may face challenges in forming a coalition government due to its anti-Islam stance, as other parties have ruled out partnering with them. The election results suggest a potential replacement for current Prime Minister Mark Rutte. PVV leader Geert Wilders, despite being previously convicted for discrimination, remains popular for his anti-Islam and anti-EU views. Wilders aims to form a coalition government with pro-EU parties, but the feasibility of this remains uncertain. Wilder's controversial proposals include leaving the EU and banning Islamic schools, Korans, and mosques. Despite toning down his anti-Islam rhetoric during the campaign, Wilder still maintains a strong following. On November 22, 2023, a vehicle explosion at the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls, New York, caused two fatalities and injured a border guard. The FBI suspects the incident to be a potential terrorist attack involving a vehicle with explosives. The cause of the explosion is currently unknown and under investigation. Security measures and patrols have been increased by law enforcement agencies. President Joe Biden, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, and New York Governor Kathy Hochul are actively involved in monitoring the situation. All bridges connecting the U.S. and Canada over the Niagara River have been closed, leading to significant traffic congestion. Security measures have been heightened at the Buffalo-Niagara International Airport and Pearson International Airport. Potential causes being investigated include possible medical event or reckless driving. Mayor Eric Adams of New York City has announced increased security measures ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. North Korea has successfully launched its first military spy satellite, Malagyong-1, with Russia's assistance. The launch has been condemned by the United States, South Korea, and Japan as a violation of UN sanctions. In response, South Korea has suspended an agreement with North Korea and plans to increase border surveillance. The satellite's capabilities have raised concerns about North Korea's ability to bypass sanctions and impacted nuclear diplomacy with the U.S. The United Nations Secretary General has called for North Korea to comply with resolutions and engage in dialogue. Allegedly, the satellite has captured images of major U.S. military bases in Guam, escalating concerns about North Korea's military capabilities. South Korea is planning to launch its own satellite for independent military intelligence on North Korea. 
the launch is seen as a significant advancement in North Korea's military capabilities, potentially providing real-time intelligence on military movements in the region. Former CEO Sam Altman has been reinstated as the CEO of OpenAI after a brief dismissal. Altman had considered a position at Microsoft but chose to return to OpenAI. The OpenAI board of directors will undergo changes, with Brett Taylor as the new chairman and Larry Summers and Adam D'Angelo joining. Altman's return was influenced by pressure from Microsoft and OpenAI employees. Microsoft's investment of over $11 billion in OpenAI strengthens their influence over the company. Altman is enthusiastic about the partnership with Microsoft and addressing AI concerns during the 2024 election campaign. Altman's rehiring aims to restore stability and address challenges faced by OpenAI. The reasons behind Altman's dismissal and return remain unclear. This has been your daily brief in world news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at brief.news. And for more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.